Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Claire Allen. And I'm Erin Spencer. And, and welcome to Strings and Things. It's our third episode, and today we're talking about personalities and learning styles and how that can, how your knowledge of that can help your life mm-hmm. in many ways. Right. So, you know, really important things like finding out which Jane Austen character you most resemble is very critical information. Exactly. So, in the spirit of figuring out more about ourselves and our personalities, uh, we thought it would be fun to take a quiz about which Jane Austen character we most resemble. And if you would like to play along at home, we will try and put a link to that quiz in the description of this podcast. Yes. So, Claire, you're going to go first. All right. Uh, Before you go, or before you start taking this quiz, uh, I thought it would be fun for you and I to predict what we think, who we think you would most be like. Okay. And you said this is all the Jane Austen characters, right? This is not just the heroines. Yes, but for... For time's sake, <laughs> we will we'll exclude the men. And Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, just pick heroine. Watch, I'm going to end up being a man. Yeah. Um, okay, I think... Does it do combinations or it just picks one? Yes, so okay. combinations. I think I'm going to be a combination of Emma Woodhouse and Elizabeth Bennet, is my prediction. Yeah. I would say that that's, that would be my guess, too. I think you, you're very outgoing, you're very spunky, and you um, very spirited, and you don't take, you don't take any four-letter words from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Okay. So question number one. I am wild for dancing. And do I just click agree, disagree, Mm-hmm. Oh, how how this is like this is a complicated one. Okay, yeah. so so this quiz is is very detailed, and so what you do is you pick agree, disagree, or no preference, no preference, and then you choose how important it is to you. So if you love dancing and it's like the best thing in the world to you, you're gonna pick agree, and then move the slider over to high priority. If you maybe like it but don't care so much. Maybe pick agree and okay. low priority. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm wild for it. I like it. I don't, haven't gotten a chance to do it, but I've enjoyed it when I have. So I'm going to say no preference. Um, I have refused a few marriage proposals in my time. I... How do I say this? <laughs> <laughs> I have never been proposed to seriously. Let's put it oh. like that. I have I have had <laughs> conversations about marriage with people I have been dating, but it has never been like a, I'm going to ask you this question, and if you say yes, then we're getting married. Right. I assume that given our contemporary American, should we say dating? Yes. Okay. So fine. Yes. <laughs> I I have I have refused. Be, uh, dates, let's say that. <laughs> um, I am renowned for my even temper. Disagree. Disagree. I'm, a, I'm Italian, guys. I am long-winded. Agree. How important is, is that to your personality, would you say? I talk a lot. <laughs> I'm going to slide this over. How do I slide this? There okay, like that. 
Um, I am very sincere always. I will agree with that. And I'm in a high priority that. I like to write lengthy letters to explain myself when <laughs> things go awry. Gee, I wonder what this is actually. Yes, I like to explain myself and I do that best with words. And yes. I can think about what I'm going to say first if I write that. Yes. If any of you have not visited Claire's website, you should do that and laugh lovingly at the length of her blog post. <laughs> yeah. I am ruthlessly ruthlessly practical when it comes to matters of the heart. Love is not enough to live on. Agree. High priority. I choose to meddle in other people's love lives for their own good, of course. I don't meddle. I give advice. <laughs> and I've never really set people up, but if I met people I thought that would go together, I don't know. I'm going to say no preference and just stay neutral. I am superior to most of the people I know. No. Everyone's awesome. I'm easily persuaded. Nope. High priority. I usually think the best of people. I'll agree. I am a student of human folly. I teach preschoolers violin. <laughs> I'll just say no preference. Um, I am impetuous. No, I take a lot. I don't. I wait until I'm really sure to make a decision, and sometimes that comes quickly, and sometimes that doesn't. People think I'm cold. I'm just reserved, though. Nope. <laughs> I have served or still do in the military. Disagree, and that's a very low priority for me. I honor our military service members, and thank you so much for all you do. Um, that's just not a part of my life. I have a romantic view of love. Okay. I can be romantic. I like to read. Agree. High priority. <laughs> Highest priority. <laughs> ah, what am I doing? I'm taking this quiz on Aaron's iPad, and I'm not used to using an iPad, so I'm having a fun time trying to do it. I have a vivid imagination. Agree. High priority. Other people think I'm devious. Probably. <laughs> I am generous. Agree. I tend to do good deeds in secret as I don't like all that nasty attention. I try not to call attention to myself, but because I'm a teacher and most of the good deeds I do are like for my f students or for my friends, they know I'm doing them. No preference or just agree with no priority. People underestimate me. I do not think so. <laughs> I like to seduce young men or women. No, 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 no. I am good at keeping secrets. I would agree with that. Just for fun, predict what your result will uh, be. You don't have to do that. I, I think don't, we've, we've already done that. I right? don't have to do that. Well, okay. View we, we your results. And it's coming up. Scroll, Scroll down. down. Oh, my goodness. Okay, there we go. Whoa, Okay. So in order, I am most like Marianne Dashwood. According from, to this. From Sense and Sensibility. And then I'm second most like Catherine from Northanger Abbey. Third is Elizabeth Bennet. And fourth is Mr. Darcy. Oh, uh, but we're skipping that. <laughs> oh, we're sorry. We're skipping that. There's a Jane Bennet in there. All the way down. Oh, seven. Miss Bates from Emma. Where's where is Emma Woodhouse? Where on this list is she? Fourteen. Number fourteen. 40, only 45%. How am I more like Lucy Steele than Emma Woodhouse? <laughs> or Miss Bates? Is it just because I said I like to talk? 
Okay, so that was this quiz. Um, and we can go back, and it's Aaron's turn to take the test. Yay! All right, um, predictions. Eleanor Dashwood. Yeah, I would say that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. No, no other words are needed. That's, I don't think, yeah. No other words are needed. Okay, first question. I am wild for dancing. Disagree. I, nope. I don't like it very much. Um, I refused a few marriage proposals in my time. I think we can safely say no to that since I have not dated another human being in eight years. (laughs) So we can say no. I am renowned for my even temper. I would probably say yes. You are much more even tempered than I am. I am long winded. I don't like to talk to people. (laughs) You talk to me. Unless I'm talking on this podcast. (laughs) Unless I feel like really close to someone and I feel like we've we have a lot of like shared experiences and I like have a little trust bridge mm-hmm. built up between us then I'll then I'll share things but just you talked people. at you talked at boot camp to a room full of strange children who wanted to learn well, violin because I had to <laughs> okay <laughs> um, if you check out Erin's website by the way she has like one sentence <laughs> practice tips so totally different from me uh, the fifth question, I am very sincere always. Yes. Mm-hmm. High priority for that one. I like to write lengthy letters to explain myself. No. I'm ruthlessly practical when it comes to matters of the heart. Love is not enough to live on. Uh, I, it's, certain, it's practical as long as they are someone out of a Sarah Eden novel, right? Of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say I agree. Okay. I think I'm a romantic at heart, but there are certain practicalities of life that must be observed. <laughs> Fair enough. I choose to meddle in other people's love lives for their own good, of course. I disagree. I don't like, yeah, little human contact is possible. <laughs> I'm superior to most of the people I know. Disagree. Like Claire said, everyone's awesome. I'm easily persuaded. Um, I will say disagree. I can stick to my guns when I need to, although I really dislike conflict. But if I need to stick to my guns, I will do so. I usually think the best of people. Yes. I, I think I'm much more positive. I have a much more positive outlook on life and the world and people than, than most of the people around me, I mm-hmm. just, I always think that there's got to be a reason. There has, like, most people are good, and the, if they make a mistake, then there has to be a reason behind it. And Gotcha. I'm a student of human folly. Probably no. We're going to say no. I'm impetuous. Hugely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> people think I'm cold. I'm just reserved, though. We're going to agree to that. What? <laughs> I just like I said I'll talk to you if I like you and we and we have a relationship but if not you know I may not talk to you for a year until we build our trust bridge (laughs) how do you build the trust bridge if you don't talk to people 
people. Well, I we just like talk a little bit and then I'll and then I'll like leave you alone for a minute. Okay. <laughs> or for a week or a month or whatever. Okay. I have served in the military. I disagree. I have a romantic view of love. I will agree to that. I like to read. Yes. Like Claire. Claire and I are both avid, avid readers. Yes. I All spend, the books. I spend much too long reading. Um, I have a vivid imagination. I will say yes. Other people think I'm devious. Well, Claire, you're other people. What's the frog story? Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm generous. I will say yes. And all our listeners are like, what is the frog story? You'll never know. (laughs) This is true. Students are listening. (laughs) I tend to do good deeds in secret as I don't like all that nasty attention. Yes. You are such an introvert. (laughs) I'm such an introvert, you guys. It's it's really hard talking to people. People underestimate me. Um, I'm going to take the coward's way out and say no preference. There you go. I like to seduce young men. (laughs) Claire's dying over here. (laughs) Let me refer you to the earlier comment of me not dating anyone for eight years. (laughs) I am good at keeping secrets. Yes. Because you'd have to talk to people to give away the secret. (laughs) I'm a locked vault, you guys. You can pretty much trust that I won't say a word. Secrets are safe here. (laughs) Okay, so here are my results. Okay, so I have Jane Bennett as my first, and Eleanor Dashwood as my second. All that. And there's a healthy smattering of Marianne Dashwood as the second, or the third. Oh, Jane Fairfax. Jane Fairfax, which makes sense. Although, I live in fear, I live in fear whenever I, I'm taking these quizzes of getting um, Mary Bennett. Oh. Because I figure, I'm like, I just practice all the time. <laughs> well, I'm gonna become like Mary. <laughs> well, but she, like, moralizes. I mean, I feel like that's more of her character trait, is she's kind of like, and let us ponder the deep, depressing part of life. And her <laughs> sister's like, yeah, okay, Mary. <laughs> so, okay. no. So Jane, Jane Fairfax is actually, like, just quiet and reserved and keeps to herself and, yeah. you know, so there's that. And she also practices a lot, so. She does. That's fair enough. There you go. But yes, good good prediction, Claire. You know me so well. Woo! So, I was way off on myself, but that's cool. <laughs> um, so now that we've taken this, I think it would be fun if you take it and want to let us know. So I don't know if there are comments. We haven't really set up any social media accounts for this. We may. We may. Um, at some point, we'll, uh, we'll do a thing. So, anyway, if you can comment on this, please comment and let us know what you are, or Facebook, or tweet us, or we'll tell you how to get in touch with us at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to not smoothly transition. To we our- never smoothly transition. Let's just... <laughs> to our second topic, which is, um, learning styles and how... Your learning style, how you best 
learn can affect how you learn in your music lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess it is connected because if you think about like what Jane Austen character you're like, you can kind of see how those personality traits play out in the book and in the plot and what realizations those characters have to come to and how they grow and um, I feel like with most of Jane Austen's heroines there's a, and characters in general, there's a moment where they either have to really overcome their natural tendencies and adapt or they don't and then like bad things happen to them. So like mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth Bennet, this is obviously, if you haven't read Pride and Prejudice, then I'm sorry, this is going to spoil it for you. Um, but if you're Elizabeth Bennet and she overcomes her natural tendency to judge and she learns to see Mr. Darcy in new light, and at the end of the book she realizes she's in love with him, they get married happily ever after. Um, Lydia Bennett never really is able to overcome her kind of natural party girl tendencies, never really cares about her reputation, anything like that, ends up running off with Mr. Wickham. And suffering and having Right, and basically ending up poor and dependent, and they fall out of love very quickly. Um, one can doubt whether or not they were ever actually in love. So, kind of that. So it's, it can be interesting to see that and see what traits are in yourself and how you might either want to follow down the good path or some ideas. And like that with learning styles, if you're aware of how you learn and what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are, you can then use that to take in more of what you're learning in your violin lesson or to develop a deeper relationship with your teacher to make sure you're getting the information in the best way for you. Right. So let's delve a little bit more into the different types of learning styles. Mm-hmm. There are there are three or there's four main ones that I think we as teachers utilize mm-hmm. the most often. Um, there are as many as seven that I've come across. Um, so they are visual or spatial, which, as I understand it, is the way that most people learn mm-hmm. the easiest. So looking at a picture, looking at something, and seeing and it. internalizing it. Um, oral, or auditory or musical, which is hearing something mm-hmm. and learning from that. Verbal or linguistic is learning from words, so mm-hmm. like a college lecture or things or a teacher's explanation. Exactly. Physical or kinesthetic, so feeling in your body, like the feeling of opening your elbow or mm-hmm. having a marshmallow bow hold for my students out there. Uh, logical or mathematical, to prefer using logic and reasoning, which I don't feel comes into violin a whole lot. Or at least not in my studio. It comes in trying to get a student to do what you want them to do. Occasionally, logic works. I use persuasion, which is a nice way of saying another word, like manipulation. What? Social or interpersonal to prefer to learn in groups or with people, or that might be Claire's preferred method. I don't know. Uh, solitary or intrapersonal is to prefer to work alone. That's my preferred method. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of weird. When it comes to... I I enjoy learning with people, 
But when it comes, if I'm really going to internalize something, I need it by myself. I guess my preference is for small groups or like I really mm-hmm. like private lessons for me mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, for my students, I know certainly they benefit from individualized instruction, but some of my kids who are really motivated by other people really enjoy group classes, which is an important component of the Suzuki method mm-hmm. and which I highly, highly recommend for all of my students, especially those who are um, too young for their school orchestras. I think having a peer group and a social component is just so important in keeping kids motivated and excited. And certainly you can learn things in groups that you wouldn't learn by yourself. So, Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Claire, of those seven, which... Which do you feel like verbal? (laughs) (laughs) All of the words. (laughs) Give me the words. Um, Although, strangely enough, also kinesthetic, um, which is weird because I feel like whenever I'm trying to learn a new thing for, especially when it comes to violin technique, um, none of my teachers growing up were very hands on with me in terms of like touching my arms or my hands and feeling whether or not I was tense, they kind of saw that I was and told me to relax, but I never had a ton of hands on. Mm -hmm. Um, My teacher in grad school did a lot with that. He'd ask me to like hold his arm while he demonstrated so I could feel how the muscles of his arm were working and he'd kind of feel where I was tight and he'd also was, had a really wonderful gift for explaining exactly what each muscle or what part of my hand or arm needed to be doing. Um, So he was really good at tapping into that. So I feel like if I don't initially get it from that verbal in terms of violin, um, then I kind of need like a kinesthetic override to my brain to give me a new picture of what my body's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, How about you? I am very visual, um, both, um, I I don't know how to say this other than both what I see in in front of me and both what I perceive through my imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I can watch what someone does and I can mimic it very very closely. I can and I relate very well to um, imagery, to stories, to um, to things that I create in my mind for me to do I'm and so often like I'll as I memorize a piece or something I'll pretend that I'm walking I'll picture myself walking down a road and each each thing that I pass is like connected to a passage of the music so like there's this tree and that's this part and and Mm -hmm. then I walk a little further and then there's this red house and that's this part and so I'm very I'm very visual that way I always always have been um Fun fact is that I have what's known as synesthesia, which is the perceiving of music as color. And so I, we can talk more about that at another time, but Mm -hmm. I'm very, very visual. Right. And that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Cool. So I guess a way that you could apply this to your lessons is to figure out what you are in terms Mm -hmm. of your learning style. Do you need to see something written down? Do you have to have someone give you, like, step-by-step instructions? Do you need to see the notes? Can you just hear it and then figure out from there how to play it? 
Um, and I've noticed these show up really in kids as, you know, I guess my youngest student is four. Mm-hmm. And it's, it really, it develops as they get older, but it's very interesting because some of my kids, almost from day one, they can't just process the verbal explanation they are like trying to figure out wait is that first finger on a and their mm-hmm. parents are like writing it down for them and holding it in front because they have to see it right um or some kids um can just hear it they are so connected between their ear and their hand that they hear it and then they know what to, they as soon as they learn how to play the notes they automatically connect that sound and that finger and it works like that but then yep. they might struggle with like actually reading notes mm-hmm. um Yeah, so I think um, exploring these different learning styles, figuring out what works best for you and trying to capitalize on that Mm -hmm. and and maybe working on some of the weaker things a little bit extra on the side. Mm -hmm. Um, As a teacher, I try and I do try and kind of approach everything from every learning style, just a mm -hmm. little taste of it. So... Mm -hmm. I'll play something for my students so they can hear it and ask them to echo back. If I feel like their coordinating coordination just isn't getting there, I might actually come over and physically manipulate their hands and their arms. Um, obviously, there's lots of verbal explaining that happens. <laughs> um, if we need to write stuff into their music or maybe color code it or draw pictures or whatever, we do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And um, I'm sure you do a lot of... Um demonstrations on your violin what Mm -hmm. it should sound like yep that's very oral Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess something you can do is if you identify your learning style or your child's learning style and you're there's a moment in a lesson where you realize that they're just not getting it um this could be an opportunity to ask you know oh can you help us feel can you help us feel mm -hmm. how that's supposed to feel or I'm not really getting this could we like write it down or could we draw a picture or Mm -hmm. um or if your teacher's been explaining something a lot, if you could just say, hey, could you just play that so we hear what you mean? Um, that can be a good way to connect more fully with your teacher and help mm-hmm. them help you. Exactly. I I think I've said this before on this podcast, but I, I approach teaching very much as a team effort mm-hmm. that I want to help my students and I want to help my students' parents help, help the student. And the best way to do that is if I'm giving you information and you are giving me information, and we're working together to make this a very successful, positive experience. Mm-hmm. And the more information that you can give me about how your child learns and um, things that they like to do so that I can relate different aspects of the lesson to mm-hmm. them, the more successful that we will be. Yeah. Yay! I think I think that's a good place to stop <laughs> for today. Um, so you can find us on the internet at very various places. Um, my studio Facebook page is facebook.com slash Studio. My website is com, And you can find me on Twitter at at Claire underscore violin. And my website is Erin. Remember, that's E-R-Y-N-N and Spencer.com. And I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash Aaron Spencer's Violin Studio. Awesome. So find us out on the interwebs. Let us know if you like listening to this and if there's anything you want us to talk about in the future. Um, And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.